Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. So we can deal with him. And um, for a short while, I just want to say that I'm... Like I've been preaching to you, you don't have to see Satan to know that he's around. Just like you don't have to see a rat to know that the rat is around. When you see the rat droppings, you must know that there's a rat there. Hallelujah. So if you're waiting to see a rat before you say that there's a rat around, by the time you see it, it's eating all your bread. Hallelujah. Just the poo-poo around should tell you that there's a rat here. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about how to know that your enemy, and, and your enemy... Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor you, are not my, you are not my enemy. Don't think that you're, this guy is your enemy. Your enemy is the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. Neither is your enemy your mother-in-law. Hallelujah. Amen. Nor your father-in-law. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about how to know the enemy. And, and we, we, we are exposing the devil one by one. Hallelujah. Based on his activities. Amen. He's the devil. Number one is what? If you can remember, now who is he? The devil. Diabolos. You're forgotten. Number two is what? Satan. Number three is what? The accuser of the brethren. Number four is what? Your adversary. Hallelujah. Number five is what? Angel of the bottomless pit. Number six is what? Belial. No, we didn't talk about Belial. Number seven is what? Belzebub. And number eight is what? Prince of the power of the air. That was last week, right? You see, you know him by his activities. For example, uh, I, I, carry a num- uh, I carry a number of coats. So depending on, some of you know me as a pastor. Do you understand? Do you understand? Some also know me as a doctor. Do you get it? Some know me as, to some, I'm a father. Do you understand? To some, I'm a husband. Hallelujah. So, the same person, I come in different forms. In the same, see, I'm trying to show that the devil, same Satan, but he comes in different forms. Hallelujah. To me. I remember one of the kids here. I don't remember. Who's one of this child? Who saw me in the ER? Was it your son? Yes. Oh, what was his name? Aaron. He saw me in the emergency room. And he was shocked. <laughs> he was shocked that the, the person who is preaching because he had put something in his ear. So they brought to the ER. So when he saw me, what did he say? Do you know me? <laughs> he was shocked that he couldn't. He couldn't. Even, ah, is it the pastor or the doctor? <laughs> Do you know me? I said. He was, I was very surprised. Uh, what's what I know? I said, of course I know you, because he had put some earrings. So, in his mind, he was confused. Is he a pastor or a doctor? So, but that, that day I was a doctor to him. But today I'm a pastor to him. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So it all depends. Amen. And the devil also comes in various forms. Hallelujah. And we know him by his activities. Amen. No? And last week I spoke up the prince of the power of the air. Look, he controls the atmosphere. The devil controls the atmosphere. Hallelujah. That is why you have to be careful what you hear. Are you hearing me? Be careful what you hear. What music you listen to. Yeah. What conversation you have? Faith committed by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. You see, I hope 
Maybe you remember what I said last week. Look, I'm not a lecturer. I'm speaking spiritual things. See, there comes a time, like I was saying last week, some of you, you when you wake up in the morning, don't check your WhatsApp. Pray before you check your WhatsApp. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, the first thing you do, you are checking your WhatsApp. And now, are you surprised you are depressed the whole day? Facebook. No quiet time, and you are doing Facebook. Yeah. The prince of the power of the air. He can attack you through the media. Hallelujah. So, you have to understand. He has destroyed the world. Destroyed a lot of young people through the media. He has destroyed a lot of old people through the media. So be careful what you hear. It's not every movie you should watch. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, there was a movie, I can't remember. Maybe you will know. I, we're dealing with, I mean, we're dealing with a lot of teenagers who have depression, who are trying to cut themselves and kill themselves. And I was surprised that all of them, when we asked them, they, they, they mentioned a particular movie that they have watched. Mm. What's the movie called? Uh huh, something 13, yes. Huh? 13 reasons why. Ah, I'm glad you remember that movie. It's called 13 what? 13 reasons why, yeah. I was surprised that almost every teenager I interviewed had watched that movie. So don't, so don't tell me. So what I was like, it's not a benign movie then. A movie that when they watch, they want to kill themselves? It's a series. Hey, look, I am warning you, nobody should watch the second series. No, I'm not joking. That's not, it's not one of my jokes. Something... I'm a doctor. Listen to me. I'm a doctor. You see, a lot of pastors call themselves Reverend Doctor because they went to theology school. My doctor is in medical school, so it's a real one. Yes. Yes. Just in case you think I'm one of the fake ones. Yes. So when they say Reverend Doctor, it's not like I did some online course and they say I call myself Reverend Doctor. No, no, I am the real deal. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just trying to correct your mind. Next time, of you go and do something on the internet six months, you come back. I'm a reverence. But no, no, this is, I am the real deal. Authentic. So when I say I'm a doctor, I'm really a real doctor. Genuine, sincere. Okay? So, and I've been talking to them. And I'm in charge of that department. So I know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking a joke. Nobody should ever. It is spiritual. It is demonic. Because I asked all of them, why? And they all mentioned that movie. So don't tell me that it's benign. I mean, listen to me. Listen to me. If you have diarrhea and everybody else is okay, I can safely say that maybe something you ate by yourself or somewhere you went. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if you have diarrhea, she has diarrhea, she has diarrhea, she has diarrhea. She has diarrhea. Then that's a common thing. Yes. Then I asked you, what did you eat? So we went out and we ate wache. So you did you eat wache? So the wache then, then I can't say that the cause of the diarrhea is banku. It's the wache that all of you eat. The common factor is the wache that gave you the diarrhea. So the reason for the diarrhea is because you all ate the same wache. Yes. So it's not because you have a I can't say that your stomach is weak. That's why you have diarrhea. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I can't say her stomach is very weak. That's why she has diarrhea. No. It's not only her. Everybody has diarrhea. It means there is a common thing that they eat. So if every teenager I'm seeing who's cutting themselves claims that they watch that movie, there is not a person. It's a spirit in the movie. It's an evil spirit. And Satan is using it to control. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Take heed what you hear. Seriously. Hallelujah. Take heed. Are you people being spiritual? Are you being spiritual? Yes. I can't hear you. Are you being spiritual? Yes. Hallelujah. Take heed. See, be a person of faith. You must believe in spiritual things. 
You must actually believe in spiritual things. Hallelujah. You, know, you must know that certain things carry certain spirit, certain voices, certain people. So believe in spiritual things. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul said we are not ignorant of his devices. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, let me finish. I'm going to finish today. Today, another, another way we know the devil is he's called the tempter. The tempter. Matthew chapter 4 verse 3. Matthew 4, 3. And when the tempter came, and when who? And when who? Yes. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be God, the son will command that this stone be made bread. When the tempter came, another name for the devil is the tempter. So when you see temptation, Satan is there. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 5. First Thessalonians 3 5. For this cause, Paul is writing, for this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith. I sent to know your faith. Lest by some means the tempter have tempted you. And our labor be in vain. Paul said that I sent a message to the church. I sent somebody to check how you are doing. Just in case the tempter has tempted you. So that all the work I did on you has been in vain. Sometimes a pastor I can preach to you. I can teach to you. I can do everything. But if I don't protect you and guard you. One temptation can make all my work useless. Useless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Let's the tempter. Amen. Let's the tempter. And our labor be in vain. Hallelujah. So, so you know, sometimes the reason why you are standing is because the work has done on you. Hallelujah. The work has made you to be able to, the work is meant for you to be able to stand temptation. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you are tempted, it's the devil. God does not tempt. God does not tempt. Let no, let no man say that God has tempted me. It's devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Like, so that your labor and what temptation can make all your faith useless. Yo, be careful. What temptation? He's called the tempter. His aim is to make it what temptation that you fall to can make everything that you are believing useless. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. One. May you overcome temptation. Amen. I speak to you. May you overcome temptation. Amen. May you not fall by the wayside. Amen. I say may you not fall by the wayside. You have served God long enough. May, you, may, you, may your life not be cut short. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. One temptation. The tempter. The tempter. And you know, in Matthew, he said that he, in, in the book of Matthew, when he came, he tempted the Lord Jesus. He said, the tempter came and said, convert these stones into bread. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something briefly. One thing about the devil and temptation is that he is persistent. So if you think he came once and he's gone, he will come back again. You are joking. He will come back. He will come back again. Hallelujah. So the father you overcame, the father you overcame once does not mean he's done. You have to be on your guard. Hallelujah. One of, the, one of the most interesting analysis that we have found is that usually after you declare fasting and prayer in a church, after the fasting and prayer, that is when people fall into more sin after that. So don't, in other words, don't make the mistake that he's gone. He's the tempter. He'll come back. 
back again. So be sober. Be vigilant. Amen. His nature is to keep coming back. The devil is persistent. Tell your neighbor, the devil is persistent. Look. When he tempted Jesus, the Bible said he left him for a season. Amen. He came back again. He came back again. He came back again through Peter. He, came to, he, he spoke through Peter. When Peter said, Lord, you will not die. His aim, this whole temptation, this whole temptation of Jesus Christ, his aim was to prevent him from dying on the cross. So when he came, the first, he said, you don't have to die. You don't have to wait this thing. You, I mean, if you are a son of God, you say, Jesus said, he, 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 he rebuked me and he left. You think after rebuking him, you know, you think after rebuking him, he won't come back again. No, 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 no. You see, the devil is not like you. You want somebody to insult you, you won't come back. Say that he will come back again. He's shameless. So he came back. He came back through Peter. He said, oh, you will not die. You will not die. But once again, Jesus knew that the devil has come back. So he looked at him and said, get thee behind me, Satan. He knew that even though Peter was talking, the real person behind was the devil. He has come back in another form. Hallelujah. And that was not the end. You think, you think he will leave him alone? He didn't leave him alone. Even on the cross, you see, even on the cross, he tempted him again. He said, that, Look, if you are the son of God, save yourself. That was a temptation. If you are the son of God, save yourself. You see, let me tell you something. Was he the son of God? Was he, was he the son of God? Yeah. The point I want to tell you is that you cannot be tempted with something that you are not. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? In other words, you cannot tempt a rat with grass. They don't eat grass. If you want to tempt a rat, what do you use? Cheese. Are you hearing me? So, that is why the Bible call it temptation. Temptation in the sense that it's something that you are. Hallelujah. You can't tempt, I mean, you can't tempt a goat with cake. I mean, no matter how nice the cake is, a, a, a cake is never a temptation to a goat. Do you understand? Are you hearing me? But a grass is a temptation. Amen. So you can only be tempted to, with, and the devil knows it. There are some of you who can never be tempted with alcohol. Because you never drank before. It, it, it is actually, it, it's actually bitter in your mouth. It's actually smelly. But you're the same person. You can be tempted with a romantic novel. Which you will read and read and have imaginations. Mills and bones. So it depends. So you must know what you are vulnerable with. You see, listen to me. You must know what you are vulnerable with. You see, Jesus Christ was the Son of God. He had the power. And Satan knows, see, Satan knows how to get you. That's what I'm trying to say. The devil knows exactly how to get you. So you must be vigilant. If you know that this is my weakness. I mean, listen to me. If you know that young girls are your weakness, why do you visit them? Why do you visit them? By yourself. By yourself. Knowing very well that before the Lord saved you, you had a history. Don't expose yourself. The tempter, lest your faith be in vain. Hallelujah. Because he will come back. He came back. Is it from the garden? He, he, he left him. He came back through Peter. And finally, you see, what I'm trying to say that until he died, Satan keeps coming back. Look, until you die, the devil will keep on attacking you. So be on your guard and know that ah, Satan I have your number. So this, as soon as you hear, ah, this is the devil. I know you are ready. 
hearing me? Yes. Like last week, some things were happening. Immediately, I, I rose up in my spirit. This is Satan. Immediately. I just looked one to say, this is the devil. So from that time, I was not angry with the person I was dealing with. I was not yelling at the person I was dealing with. I knew that it's not the person, it's not the people I'm dealing with, it is the devil. So if I have any energy and strength, let me buy the devil. And I tell you, I release a prayer. The following day, the thing changed. I said, ah, I got you. Amen. I said, I got you. Yes. I knew your number. Yes. It was, it was something that was frustrating. Frustrating. I said, I release this and I bind it. Right. This is not the person, it's the devil. So you must know your devil. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And deal with it. Because he will keep coming back. He will keep coming back. He's not, you know. I wish Satan, you see, Satan is not like Nataki. Nataki is a very is a lady, gentleman. If you search no to her, she won't come back again. But the devil is not like that. When you are doing that, they are not doing Nataki. Nataki is a nice gentleman. Say, hey, even the way you search, you'll be intimidated. She won't come back again. Will you come back to somebody yell at you? Uh-huh. But that's not the devil. Yes, she will come back again. Hallelujah. The tempter. Hallelujah. Let your, let, let your faith be in vain. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. You see? You are being tempted. Or the devil is coming after you. You see, the devil is coming after you because of something good in you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The devil is coming after you because of something good in you. The devil doesn't come after dead good. Yes. If the devil is coming after your marriage, it means there's something good in your marriage. If the devil is coming after your finances, there's something good there. Hallelujah. You know, of all the children who were born, all the children... Elijah, Jeremiah, all these people, Joseph. Look. Go read your Bible. Only two people. Only two. Two. Did the devil wanted to kill when they were young. Because he could see their potential. How he would he could see the potential, how they would terrorize his kingdom. So the two people that were Satan knew that if these guys grow, they would terrorize my kingdom. Yes. So while they were young, he wanted to kill them. Yes. Two, Moses and Christ. Yes, yes, Reverend. That's right. That's right. At the time that Moses was born, there was a decree that every man born child should be killed. Yes. And the same thing happened in Christ. When Jesus was born, an order was issued that every man born under two years must be killed. Why? the devil wanted to kill the young people at that age because those two were terrorists. The, the people, if you take, apart from Jesus Christ, the other greatest person in the Bible is Moses. So he's weak. So if the devil is coming after you, it is a sign that there's something great in you. Hallelujah. Yeah. To stretch you. Now let me let me give you some. People are very quiet. It's good to be quiet too. It doesn't matter. You're in church. Hallelujah. And the temptation, you see, let me tell you something. To be tempted or to, to tempt something. Maybe someone should have a dictionary. What does it mean to tempt something? If anybody I, 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 I'm just preaching simple preaching. Anybody has an English dictionary? What does it mean to tempt something? Various definition of tempt. To entice? What else? No? What else? Ah. To acquire something? Okay. Tempt. You are being tempted. You are being stretched. You are being validated. To ensnare. Look. Look. It says that sometimes you have a, a temptation, okay? A temptation or a stretch is to ascertain the type of the quality in you. Hallelujah. You see, you wouldn't know you, you, you wouldn't know how good a product is unless you really prune it. 
Amen. I said, amen. amen. It is only the temptation that will tell you how good the product is. Because sometimes everything looks the same. But when you pass them through fire, then you see which is genuine. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah. Through fire. Through fire. So sometimes the, the temptation is meant to prove the quality in you. Hmm. Look. Look. One day, I was a great man of God. We were sitting somewhere. I think it was a beach. And as, as usual at the beach, people were wearing tiny bikinis. Temptations, walking up and down. <laughs> Jumping out of the water. Then he made a, an observation, which I will never forget. He said, look, as you see them going in the water and everything, if you bring in a, a, a three-year-old child, if you bring in a three-year-old child at the beach, he will just watch them going up and down. He will never have any thoughts. You understand? Yes. But an adult or some adults, not all adults, seeing the women going up and down the shore, something may occur to them. So I said, what, what are you trying to say? He said, what he's trying to say is that the defilement it's not on the outside. It is on the inside. It is what, it is, what is inside you that makes some things, uh, some things become a snare to you. So if you fall for something, it is because there's something in you. Because the reason why, because the child has not that feeling. The child doesn't have that feeling. So the naked woman has no appeal to the child. Yeah. That's right. Think about it carefully. It's, it's from within. That's why the Bible said to the pure, all things are pure. The child has nothing in him yes. that will make a breast become attractive to him. Yes. If the child sees a breast, he sees milk. Do <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So sometimes the temptation is also a, a temptation reveals what is in you. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Look, the temptation sometimes stretches you. Can I have a witness in the church? Sometimes the temptation stretches you. It brings you to your limit. At a point, you wonder how much long? How much can one person take? How much can one person take? Because it stretches you. It stretches you. It pulls you to your limit. You ask yourself, how many, how much can one person endure? One thing after the other. That is why we hear, I'm only human. I'm only human. How much more can I endure? It stretches you. It's, you know, that's why Jesus, Jesus said, Peter, I've prayed for you because the devil has desired to sift you. Sinyazo. I say, I pray for you that your faith will not fail. Because you see, the temptation stretches you at the point you ask yourself that me one person alone, me alone cry. How much more? Listen to me. He will stretch you, but he, will not, he cannot break you. Amen. I said he will stretch you, but he cannot break you. Amen. I said he will stretch you, but he cannot break you. Amen. I said he will stretch you, but he cannot break you. I speak to somebody. He will not break you. I said he will not break you. I said he will not break you. The devil will get tired before you get tired. You get tired before you get tired. He will not break you. He will not break you. You get tired before you get tired. That's a prophetic word for somebody. I said he will get tired before you get tired. I said he will get tired before you get tired. He may try to stretch you, but he cannot break you. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. So sometimes it is it is there to stretch you. Hallelujah. And sometimes it's also there to prove what is in you. Oh, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, come on. I say, come on. To ascertain your quality. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. When, when the devil went to God, the Bible said one day, the angels gathered, the sons of God gathered, and Satan also came. And God said, hey, Mr. Satan, what are you doing up here? He said, oh, listen to me, I've been walking up and fro- uh, I've been walking to and fro the earth. Then God said, oh yeah, so you're going up and down the earth. He said, oh yeah. He said, okay. Have you seen my servant Job? He said, oh yeah, that guy. Are you hearing me? He said, oh, that guy? Yeah. Of course. Then the devil said, of course, who will not serve you? If you provide all things for him, you give me a good house, good children. Of course, I mean, that is natural. He is saving you because you have been good to him. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Listen to this part carefully. He said, of course. Who, who, who will not be happy to be in your church? Look at the prosperity you have given him. Look at the blessing you have given him. Then God said, oh, really? You think that's why he's serving me? That's why he's serving me? So said, of course. That is why. But if you like, take all the things from him and see whether he continue to worship. Whether he continue to praise. Whether he continue to come for rehearsals. Whether he continue to pray. You take everything from him. Let him lose the job, the car, the child, and see whether he will. Let him fail the exams and see whether he will come. God said, Really? Satan said, Yes, really. God said, Deal? Satan said, Deal. He said, Go ahead. God told the devil, Go ahead. You know why? You know why God told the devil, Go ahead? You know why? He knew the quality of Job. Yes. He knew his quality. Yes. I said, God knew the quality of Job. Yes. He knew that this guy can handle it. He knew the quality. He knew that Job had a certain quality. Yeah. He said, Satan, go ahead. I am showing you something. He said, God knew that this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy is the real deal. Job is the real deal. Job is the real believer. Job really serves me. Not because I bless him, but he's the real deal. That is why I said, go ahead. Can God bet on you? So he told Satan, go ahead. Just don't touch his life. Because that one I gave it to him. But I can tell you that he's a good quality. You know, good breed. I heard, I, I, I heard one man of God said, unfortunately, nowadays they are made in China Christians. <laughs> made in China. Christians were made in China. And I met them blessing. And I'm tired. I'm living. Made in China. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, are you a made in China believer? <laughs> made in China Christians, a little stress, a little problem, a little hardship. I'm leaving the church. I'm leaving. Hey, made in China. China made Christians. Quality. Job was the real deal. Job had the quality. Job was a made in heaven. You see, there are two types of Christians. Made in heaven Christians and made in China Christians. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, which brother are you? <laughs> I am asking you a question. I say, I say, which brother are you? Made in China or made in heaven? Christ, you see, Made in China Christians, they don't pray, they don't read their Bible, they don't worship. A little temptation, they are always chasing after prophet after prophet. They can't pray for themselves. So a little temptation that they are giving.
falling because they are made in China. They are not built on the solidity of the word. Made in China. Made in China, husband. Husband made in China. I said, made in China, husband. A little distress. A little stress. I can't marry this one again. I'm leaving. Made in China. My God. A little stress. A little hardship. And then you are leaving. Made in China. China sisters, hey Lord, I need made in China sisters. Oh Lord, I need. I am almost thirty six. If I don't marry this year, this church I'm leaving it. Made in China. Oh. <laughs> made in China. I mean, we know that your hair is made in China. Don't worry, we know already. But we know that your faith was made in heaven. But your hair is made in China, and your faith is made in China. <laughs> We know it's made in China. That's what we know. I mean, listen. We know that the head here is is a is a is India or Malaysia or or Peruvian. That's what we know. We know already. So don't think we are deceived. We are just allowed it, but we are not deceived. <laughs> but is your faith also made in China? So photo so in China. He said, Job was the reality. That's what Job said. Though he slays me, yet will I trust him. The reason why God can bank on Job, he knew that this guy is the reality. He's genuine. Nothing will fall him by. And I tell you, as you remain genuine, look, the devil was shocked. Why? Say that he win the bet. But after he did all that, and the guy still stood, said, Man. And the Bible said, God restored him. Everything that he lost, he got sevenfold, twicefold. As you become a genuine Christian, the devil may stretch you, he may try you, he may bring you to the limit. But as you remain, whatever he has touched, you have a double because you are the real deal. Hallelujah! Too many men in China Christians. Men in China Christians, you say, let's fast and pray. Aish, Reverend, what type of fast is it? Is it? <laughs> Fast, modified fast, nine to twelve, nine to twelve. Made in China, you want to fast from nine to twelve. In between, you have to eat uh, orange juice and take uh, white meat. When the real deal is fasting from six to six. Made in China. Yeah, God said I can trust this guy. I can trust this guy. Take him on. So the temptation of Job, you see, I'm trying to say that sometimes a temptation reveals what is in you. The temptation of Job was to reveal how pure. He is built on the web. Look, made in China Christians. You are, you are it's a made in China. That's why you are in church in Newark. The day you go on vacation or you get transferred to a job or you go on a job excursion and you are in the hotel by yourself. What are you watching? What are you doing? Made in China, but in church, it depends that your whole Christianity is sustained by the people around you, by the environment you are in. By the day you are isolated on your own, you can't stand. Made in China. Made in China. Hallelujah. Yes. To ascertain the quality. Hallelujah. You know. Why? You know, you know, you see, I'll tell you something. The lack of bread should not make you forsake him. Hallelujah. Amen. Now. Don't build your faith based on material things. Hallelujah. Amen. No, it should not. He said, if you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, 
Turn these stones into bread. Jesus was hungry. You see, it's temptation. You see, temptation is, it means that it was a need. Hallelujah. You see, the, 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 the definition of a temptation is a need. I cannot tempt you with something that you don't need. Or I cannot tempt you with something that you, I cannot offer you. You understand? If I saw, Benice, you know what? I want you to do my shared laundry for me. And just after this, just, um, just, I want you to laundry my shirt for me. And after the laundry, I'm going to give you an, uh, $10 million. What did she do? <laughs> what did she do? She just laughed. Do you know why she laughed? No, no, no. No, no, no. Do you know why she laughed? No, I'll show you something. But if I say, Benice, I want you to do my, this is my shirt for me. And after you're done, I'll give you uh, $10,000. That is the temptation. Because she knows that I can give her $10,000. Yeah. The $10 million she knows I don't have. <laughs> so it's not a temptation. <laughs> That's the difference. Do you understand what I'm saying? You cannot tempt anybody with what you don't have. And you are not tempted. You, you see, you understand what I'm saying? And you are not, you, you cannot be. So a temptation is something that genuinely you need. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. That is why the Bible calls it a temptation. Because the, the devil had the bread. And Jesus was hungry. Otherwise, it was not a temptation. You can't tempt with something that. That's why I said that you cannot tempt a goat with cheese. So that was a real temptation. Hallelujah. But what I'm trying to say this morning that though he lacked bread, he did not fall for it. Because let me tell you something. Man must not, man can, man, man does not live by bread. You hear me? Man does not live by what? Man does not live by what? In other words, don't let your lack and your present need make you compromise on your faith. For a man's life does not consist of the abundance of things that he possesses. Today you will not like bread. I'll tell you something. Look, he didn't have bread. But this same man, this same man who was hungry, who needed bread, who was tender with bread, later on, he multiplied bread and fed 5,000. This same person, who at the one time, he was hungry, he needed bread. Otherwise, it was not an invitation. But as he overcame it, later on, he multiplied bread and fed 5,000. So don't let your present need fall into temptation. For the God that you serve, if you can overcome, you have more than enough. Amen. Yeah. No, 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 don't. don't. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Ask your neighbor, which brand are you? Say, so which brand are you? Made in China or made in heaven? Brand are you? Look, let's stop assessing God by. Let's stop assessing God by our lack, our lacks. Oh, if God is with you, you have a car. No, don't, 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 don't stop doing that. If God is with you, you have a good job. God is not a job. God is not a car. God is bigger than that. Hallelujah. Lack of bread today does not mean lack of bread tomorrow. Yeah, have faith in him. See, some of you will be tempted. You'll be tempted by a silly boy because of your present need. You'll be tempted, I mean, I mean, because of rent, you are falling for him? No. Because of rent? Because of rent, you are falling for him? No. Don't let the lack of rent make you fall. Because the same, you the same person. If you can overcome that person, a time will come. You own the house and you give, and he will become your tenant. Yes, yes. yes. You have a tenant. I say he will become your tenant. Amen. Yeah. You have to come to the point whereby you know whom you are believed. You are preaching good, Reverend. Yeah. Don't let your present need yield to temptation. Hallelujah. 
He was hungry. He needed bread. The devil had bread. But I said, no. No. I'd rather stay hungry. Because I know that one day, after I overcome this temptation. You see, let me tell you, this, that's what, that was the difference between the two Adams. The two Adams. Adam one, Adam two. Jesus Christ is called the second Adam. Adam, the original Adam was the first Adam. They were both tempted. The first Adam fell for the temptation. The second Adam did not fall. That is why he was given a name above every name. That at the mention of that name, every knee shall bow. Hallelujah. If only you can go through. Hallelujah. Yeah. The temptation. Because he's the tempter. It comes a point, is it? It comes a point in our life. You must be able to say that, look, I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. Hallelujah. I, by the grace of God, I don't worry a lot about need at all. Not that I have a million dollars in my bank. I don't have a million dollars, so don't attack me. I don't have a million dollars in my bank. No, I don't. But one thing that I can say by the grace of God, anytime a need has arisen, God has provided Like today, I, I don't have a million dollars in my account. But if something was to come up that tomorrow I have to provide a million dollars, God will give it to me. Amen. I believe it. That, that has been my life. I, I can't give you a lot, but when the need comes, the Lord provides. Somehow, somehow, I don't know. I cannot give you a Mercedes Benz today, but if God, if I have to give a message tomorrow, God will provide. I don't worry about it. I don't know where. But somehow it comes. That's, that's, how, that's, that's how strong my faith is. That's how strong my faith is. So I may not be able to give you a million dollars today, but if I have to give you a million dollars tomorrow, somehow it will come. Sometimes I get amazed how I get all this sorted out. Yeah. So don't let your present lack make you fall into temptation. You must know whom you have believed. You must trust him. You see, let you see, let be like the three Hebrew boys. The three Hebrew boys, when the, the Bible says that the king said that, look, they should bow down. Any, if they should bow down, anybody who don't bow, you will kill him. The, boy, the, the three Hebrew boys said that, listen to me, king. We are not careful about this things, but we shall not bow. We shall not bow. For our God is able to save us. And even if he's not, we will not bow. Amen. Why are you bowing? Why are you bowing? Why are you going down? Because of a little stress, a little pressure. Why are you exiting? Why are you checking up? Hanging there. Declare that though he slips me, I will never, I will not bow. I will not give him. I am a Christian. I'm born again. I can't pay my, even if I can't pay my rent, my skirt will never come down. Lord, Lord. I preach it to you. Because I know whom I believe. They said they will not bow. For our God is well able. But even if he's not, we will not bow down. That is how determined they were. That is how determined they were. They were sure that their God is able. And therefore they will not compromise. They will not cut a slack. They will not bow. And the Bible said when they came, the king came and arrested the three of them. And when he arrested the two of them, he put them in the fire and in the heat of the fire, thinking that they would burn. And as the king, the king was sitting down, he put three people in the fire. And as he was watching, he started counting. One, two, three, four. Hey, am I seeing right? Then he took off his glasses. Four, three, two, one. Hey, two, four, one, three, eight. Didn't we, we, didn't we put three people in the fire? How come there's a fourth man? And he said, I see a fourth person like the son of man. I see the fourth person like the son of man. I see a fourth person like the son of man. I see a fourth person. If you don't bow, if you don't give in, the fourth person will be on your side. The son of man. As I see a fourth person like the son of man. Shabaya. I see the fourth person. He's like the son of man. He's like the son of man. The son of man will come through for you. If only you will not bow. If only you will not bow. If only you will not bow. He said, I see a person. That's the fourth person. Like the son of man. Hallelujah. Powerful, Reverend. Powerful. Because they will not yield to the temptation. Glory. Yeah. See a fourth person. Like the son of man. And the, 
the, the, the fantastic thing about that account is that, and the Bible says he told them to release them from the fire. Huh. Go read your Bible. Not only, not only did the fire not burn them, not, key, not only did the fire not burn them, there was no smell. There was no smell of fire. There was no smell of fire. I said no smell. One, the fire did not burn them. And two, even if the fire did not burn them, there would be some smell on them. There was no smell. In other words, God can deliver you that you cannot even remember the difficulty. I mean, you will be shocked. You, there's no smell that you went through that problem. There will be no reference that you actually went through this. There was no smell. There was no smell. I mean, God can deliver you so much that they will, you cannot even remember. People, I mean, in other words, God can prosper you so much that people, people cannot even remember that a point in your life you didn't have a job. No smell. I say 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 no smell. I mean, you get such a high grade that at the point, people will even remember you failed that exam before. No smell. I say no smell. I say no smell. I say no smell. I say no smell. You are going to get married and have so many children that at the point, they'll forget that you never had a child. No smell. I say no smell. I say no smell. I say no smell. Your children, I mean, you are going to, you are going to have that house. Fully paid off that people want to do at the point where you, you, there's no smell that you are staying with somebody that you are preaching somebody. No smell. I say, 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 no smell. A lot of young people are going to grow up in this church and become great. But there'll be no smell that a young man died here. No smell. No smell. No smell. No smell. The memory will be the memory will be faint. We cannot even remember it. We cannot even remember it. That a point came in our life. It was such a difficult. We cannot remember. There shall be no smell. There shall be no smell. There shall be no smell. I see a lot of young men becoming so spiritual, so mighty, doing well, establish that there will be no smell. No smell. No smell. No smell. Listen, God is going to heal you completely that you can be reminded at a point of heaven we are taking medications. You, you even forget the name of the medication. I say, you even forget it. No smell. I say, no smell. You even forget the name of the medication. When I'm taking this medication some time ago, you can't remember. God is turning your immigration situation around. You will be traveling up and down so much that you cannot do a point in time. You couldn't travel. No smell. I say you will be flying first class. No smell. I say no smell. I say you will be flying first class. No smell. I say you fly first class. No smell. I say you fly first class. No smell. You do it. You will be, be doing business in Accra, Dubai, DC. No smell. No smell. No smell. No smell. There's somebody here, God is going to heal you. You will forget that you were taking pills. Amen. You won't even remember the name of the pill anymore. Amen. It will be so remote in your mind. Amen. No smell. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. No smell. The memory will be faint. We will not even remember it. We say, really? Did it happen? Did it really happen? Did this thing really happen? We will have forgotten it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You will be so established. You'll be so established in this land that you, you cannot even remember that there was a critical time in your life that you were going through a certain difficulty. So difficulty. So difficulty. That you cannot that even that you cannot even remember that some, there was a time in your life that you were not sure what to eat, whether where to go, 
what to be established. You need to, it to be a faith memory. There shall be no smell. 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 I said there shall be no smell. When people look at you, they cannot reconcile that. Is that you? Is that you? Because the smell is gone. The smell is gone. Though the smell of the fire passed on them, there shall be no smell. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. No smell. No smell. You will not remember the medication anymore. You will not remember the medication. You will not remember the medication. You will not remember your humble. You will not remember how you started. You will not remember that there was a point in your life you couldn't afford this. You could there's no smell. There's no smell. There is 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 no smell. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For God is going to establish you. He's going to bless you. You will prosper in the land. You are going to have children establishing the land. That you will forget that some time ago, in a very tender age, you were here alone. Your parents were not here. Things were difficult. You lost your parents. You will not even remember. You will not even remember. You will not remember. For Jehovah is going to establish you. There shall be no smell. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. My goodness. You are going to do so well in that exam. You will not even remember you failed it. You will not even remember that some time ago you failed it. You will not even remember. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You wake up in the morning and you say that, ah, the children are a lot. Now I have to bath two children. I have to bath two children. There is no smell that some time ago you couldn't have a child. There will be no smell. My God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy for you shall give to many. You shall give to many. Amen. You have and you shall give to many. Yeah. There will be no smell a time ago. You were in need. You were begging people. You're, it's standing around. Saying that you will not even remember that you used to beg. But now you are giving. Now you are giving. Now you are giving. Now you are giving. There's no smell that you borrowed. There's no smell that you beg. Rather you are giving. There shall be no smell. Thank you Holy Spirit. You know, married couples hold your hands. If you are married, hold your hands. Father, I pray for the marriages here. You are going to heal the marriages so much. You are going to heal the marriages so much that people will forget that they used to quarrel. They used to fight. They will ask, what were you fighting about? What were you quarreling about? Because the marriage is so sweet. There's so much understanding. There's so much love. There's so much communion that we don't even remember the past days of quarreling and argument. There shall be no smell. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. With every head bowed and every eye closed, you are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? This Sunday you came to hear a sermon. The tempter. Satan will continue to tempt us. But Jesus said, If you know the thief cometh not to steal, to kill and to destroy, I came that you may have life. This afternoon, I offer you abundant life. 
If a man be in Christ, he's a new creature. If you're not a Christian, please take a decision right now. Accept Jesus Christ and you will not even remember your past. You will not even remember that some things were a temptation to you. If you are not born again, if you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die, please lift up your hand and I pray for you. You are not a Christian. You are not born again. Let your hand go up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for salvation. Thank you. Let the days of being an unbeliever, the days of living in sin, be far removed from our memory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and the seated. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.